الله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما آتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم عن زين العابدين علي بن حسين ابن علي رضي الله تعالى عنهم مرسلا يرفعه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أبشروا أبشروا إنما مثل أمتي مثل الغيث لا يدرى آخره خير أم أوله وهكذا قال كيف تهلك أمة أنا أولها والمهدي وسطها والمسيح آخرها صدق الله العظيم سبحانك العلم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل عقدة من لساني يفقه قولي دور شيفت Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never left the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a complete sorrowful state. Never. The ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has always been protected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Subhanallah alazim. The Ummah of Hazrat Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Yes, there have been many communities, nations that have come with hidden agendas to dismantle the Sharia, the basis of Quran and Hadith but never have they been successful as mentioned in the Quran Yuriduna لِيُطْفِئُوا نُورَ اللَّهِ بِأَفْوَاهِهِمْ They have the intention to blow out the light of Allah, Nur Allah. They have this intention to blow out the light of Allah. What is the light of Allah? Sharia, the deen of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Quran and Hadith. They have that intention, وَلَكِنْ مُطِمُّ نُورِهِ but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken it upon himself to make sure that this religion, this deen is always perfected. Mutimmu in its complete form. Even if the kuffar, disbelievers dislike it. Why? Allah says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with guidance wadeen al-haq and with a true religion and the power of Islam is liyuzhirahu ala ad-deeni kulli it overpowers all other religions it prevails over all it can take on anyone in the ring anyone Nothing can stand in front of the Quran, in front of the Hadith, in front of the teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
This is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A wada given to this ummah. It prevails. It is the conquering religion. It takes over. Even if the mushrikeen hate that, dislike it. Allahu Akbar. From the entire creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most powerful creation is the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Reading a hadith a few days ago, Allama Jalaluddin Suyuti rahmatullah alayhi's famous kitab, Sharh al-Kubur. A hadith is mentioned in there, whereby Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said that when a Muslim dies, even the earth and the heavens cry at his death. Mu'min ka intikal hota hai. Asman aur zameen, Allahu Akbar. Aansu bahat hai. This is the power, this is the value of one believer, one Muslim, one mu'min. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned in the hadith here. Qala Rasulullahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, abshiru, abshiru. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, glad tidings, glad tidings for the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Innama masalu ummati, masalul ghais. The example of my ummah is like the blissful rain. Rain that gives life to dry barren land. Rain that gives life to something that had died. Allahu Akbar. That is the example that Huzur alayhi salatu was salam has given. And then he says, La yudra akhiruhu khairun am awwaluhu. So powerful is the ummah of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam. It would be difficult to judge which part of the ummah is good. The first part of the ummah or the last part of the ummah? The first part of the ummah or the last part of the ummah? Last part as in those who will witness all the events, who will be making Allahu Akbar, who will be the allies of Hazrat Imam Mahdi and Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam. In the hadith, Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said, كَيْفَ تَهْلِكُوا أُمَّةٌ How can anyone destroy the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? How? Aaf sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, أَنَا أَوَّلُهَا When I am at the beginning, at the starting point of the ummah, I am in the beginning. وَالْمَهْدِي وَسْتُهَا And Imam Mahdi is after me. وَالْمَسِيحُ آخِرُهَا And after Imam Mahdi comes Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam. Who has got the power to destroy the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Do you think the Americans have the power? Who has the power? Nobody has the power. Nobody at all has the power. Power is only in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this ummah is waiting for the great Mujahid. Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala an. What we have to we must have this clear understanding that Imam Mahdi will not come as a prophet. He will not come as a Nabi. And same goes for Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. 
Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will not come as a prophet, as a rasul. He will come as a khalifa. A hadith narrated here by Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an. Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam has said, Ala inna Isa ibn Maryam laysa bayni wa baynahu nabiyyun wala rasulun. No prophet have come between me and Isa ibn Maryam. Ala innahu khalifati fi ummati min ba'di. He will be my Khalifa, Vice-Gerent. He will come to establish my Sunnah. Ala innahu yaqtulu dajjal Isa alayhi salatu wasalam will come to kill Dajjal. Wa yaksiru salib. He will come to break the crucifix. Wa yada'ul jizya. He will come to abolish the tax. We won't have to pay council tax and that tax and poll tax and that tax and road tax and all the tax, no. When Isa alayhi salatu wasalam comes, وَيَضَعُوا الْجِزْيَةِ All the taxes are abolished. وَتَضَعُوا الْحَرْبُ أَوْزَارَهَا When they see Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam, people will lay down their arms in front of him. Put their arms down. They will not have the power to stand in front of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And one message given to the ummah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasalam. A very powerful message. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Allah man adrakahu minkum fal yakra alayhi salam akhrajahu tabarani kama fiddurru al-manthur. Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam says, anyone of you who lives to his time, anyone of you who lives to his time should give him the salam of your Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If we are still hayat and still alive, and if we see and meet Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, then as Muslims our duty is to make sure that we give the salams of Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam. That is important. This is the pagam, the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahu Akbar. But before the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam, we wait for the great Mujahid. Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala and I think the, the best name that fits him is that he is the greatest Mujahid Mujahid he will come and wage war against the Kuffar he will come and lay down the foundation he will pave the path a platform for the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam astaghfirullah alazim we have a lot of different denominations uh, in fact, they are not Islamic sects and they deny the coming of Hazrat Mahdi totally. They reject of any such being. There is no one who is Imam Mahdi. You get people who even deny the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. A hadith narrated by Hazrat Jabir bin Abdullah radiallahu ta'ala an Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, من أنكر خروج المهدي فقد كفر بما أنزل على محمد. Anyone who denies the coming of Imam Mahdi has rejected what has been revealed to Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Anyone who denies the status of Hazrat Imam Mahdi, he is a kafir. ومن أنكر نزول عيسى بن مريم عليه السلام فقد كفر. Anyone who denies the coming of Isa ibn Maryam has rejected the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Wasallam has put this sequence in front of us. First, the coming of Imam Mahdi. After that, the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam. And then Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam has said that Waman ankara khurujat dajjal fakat kafar. Anyone who denies the coming of Dajjal, he has also done kufr with the Quran and the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When we were in Portugal, we had a debate with the Qadianis and frequently Mirza Bashir and all these, the, the Khulafa of Mirza Ghulam Ahmad Qadiani would come there and Ma'adallah, they have a mission in Portugal. They work very hard. A lot of our, unfortunately, Pakistani brothers have become murtad. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. They don't have the knowledge. And talking with one of the missionaries there, propagating Qadianism, he was there sitting with me. And on the subject of Dajjal, he was mocking with the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa He said to me, do you really think this man Dajjal will come? With one eye, one eye Dajjal, and on his forehead kafere, what is this Dajjal? He will have Jahannam, he will have Jannat with him. So I said to him, what is the meaning of Dajjal in the hadith? And you won't believe what he said to me. He said to me, this is the knowledge of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam in the hadith, when he mentions the word Dajjal, he is actually giving us the prediction of the technological and sophisticated planes that are available today. <laughs> that is what he said to me. Wallahi lazim. He said to me, he's talking about the planes. <laughs> And I can't even remember what else he said to me. And anyway, we started the debate in Masjid Aisha. A lot of them came. And I said to them that we are not going to let you just go out like that. We need results. I said, let, and I said to them, let us do mubahala. Let us make lanat to each other. That if you are right, then this comes to me and my family within seven days. And if we are right, the Masjid of, at that time, Masjid Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu ta'ala, the brothers who were there, then this comes to you, Qadianis, and all the Qadianis in Portugal in seven days. And when we said that, no, 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 Maulana Saab, we can't do that, no, why? Mirza Bashir told us not to talk on that level, Mubahala is not Jais, Mubahala is not Jais. Allah Weak Iman, very weak Iman. They have no faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why Hazrat Marana Anwar Shah Kashmiri Rahmatullah one of the founders of Khatme Nabuwat, has written this beautiful kitab, At Tasrihu Bima Tawatara Fi Nuzuri Masih. In this one kitab here, all the riwayats in which Hazrat, the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu was salam is mentioned is recorded here, just in one kitab. Our sallallahu alayhi wa has put this sequence in front of us, the coming of Imam Mahdi, 
then the coming of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam, and then after that the coming of Dajjal, Allahu Akbar. Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiyallahu ta'ala will be Madani, born in Madinatul Munawwara from the progeny of Hazrat Fatima radiyallahu ta'ala anha. The scholars say he will be tall, well built, broad forehead and a long nose. The scholars say that the color of his skin will be moderately white, moderately white. His face will be like the face of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam, like the shining star. All the translation of the kutubs in which the description of the face of Imam Mahdi is made, I have found only one word. The face is like the shining star. Subhanallah. And the knowledge and all his potentialities will only be revealed to the Ummah at the age of 40. Nothing before that. Subhanallah The question is, when will Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala an, when will he come? What is the date? The answer for that, that knowledge is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nobody knows. Everything else is just individual predictions, speculation. Some of the Sufiya, some of the scholars, some of the Duzrugani deen, through their taqwa, through the means of kashf and muraqaba, through the means of dreams, have predicted and have seen and have quoted some of the things and thrown light on the life of Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala. Hazrat Sayyid Murana Badri Alam rahmatullahi a great scholar. He has written a book on the subject of hadith, Tarjuman al-Sunnah. Beautiful kitab in the works of hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He himself was a great Sufi and a great scholar. Great Buzruk. Hazrat Murana Sayyid Badri Alam rahmatullahi from the order of the Naqshbandiya Silsila. He lived in Madinatul Munawwara. He passed away in Madinatul Munawwara. Subhanallah. And he is buried in Jannatul Baqi. He died in the year 1965. Hazrat Mu'ana Badri Alam before his death, he said to his disciples, the close people that were there at that time, he said that, remember, the birth of Imam Mahdi has taken place. He died in 1965 and Mawana Badri Alam said to the disciples, his muridin at that time, that Imam Mahdi's date of birth is 1962. 1962. That is his individual prediction. That is through his taqwa, through his buzrugi. Subhanallah, through his mukashafa, maybe at that time in Madinatul Munawwara, he saw something and he was very adamant. He made sure in the last years of his life, he told everyone at that time that Imam Mahdi has been born, Imam Mahdi has been born, and the, the year was 1962. A lot of predictions have been made. Hazrat Sheikh Zakaria Rahmatullah 
every single Muslim, Alhamdulillah, Mu'min knows who has a Shaykh Zakaria, Rahmatullah alayhi. The one who has written Fazaili Amal, Fazaili Durood, Fazaili Sadaqat. Subhanallah, a great Buzrug who has come to England also. Hazrat Shaykh Zakaria, Rahmatullah alayhi, in his private majlis in Saharanpur, all of a sudden he spoke out and he said that Imam Mahdi ki paidaish ho chuki. Imam Mahdi ki paidaish ho chuki. Imam Mahdi has been born. That is the prediction of Hazrat Shaykh Zakaria, Rahmatullah alayhi. And like so, Hazrat Maulana Umar Palanpuri, Rahmatullah alayhi. Incredible Buzrug. Even at his death, incredible, subhanallah, predictions he made in his life. He would be there all the time when he would make his bayan after Fajr. I've heard that a lot of the times he would go to sleep for a few seconds and then wake up and continue from the same sort of, the same context, the mazmoon. And he would continue from there. This was his karamat. And every day after Fajr he would give a lecture, not for one hour, two hour, but for three hours, three and a half hours, every day. And then after Fajr sometimes for a few seconds he would go to sleep. He'd wake up and then say, ha, me kya baat kar raha tha? And continue from there. Great Budru. Subhanallah Allahu Akbar. Hazrat Marana Umar Palan Puri Rahmatullah in the Springfield Ijtima, that was the Tablighi Ijtima at that time, even he said to the close people there at that time that Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala has been born. Like so, Hazrat Maulana Ina'amul Hassan, Hazrat G, rahmatullah he made some predictions also. In fact, he was heard to say famously, a lot of people quote that, that the fall of Russia starts in the year 1982. And by the year 1992, Russia will have been divided. And that is what exactly happened. It started in 1982, and by the year 1992, there was no more Russia, that power, it was gone, it was divided. Alhamdulillah, by the barakat of the Mujahideen, the Afghans at that time. Incredible, at that time, Usama bin Laden was a hero. And Mullah Omar at that time was a hero. Why? Because at that time, the West were using the Afghans for their own benefit. They did not want their own men to die. They didn't want that. So when they fought the war with the Russians, they were great people, they were warriors, and at that time if any of the Afghans who died, even the western world would say that they are martyrs, they are all martyrs, very very strong people, but now all of a sudden a turn takes place, because they are incredible, it takes only two seconds, and today the world is incredible. On the pretext of the 11th of September, one can do whatever he wants. Nothing. Terrorism. They can go anywhere, whatever they want to do. 
Allah Even India is using the same word now. Can you imagine that? Every country has taken that one word. Allah Akbar Kabira. Hazrat Mawlana, Hazrat Ji Rahmatullah Alayhi said that by 1992 the Soviet Union will break up. And he said in his life that in the year 2002 the beginning of the uh, Allahu Akbar the destruction of America will start in the year 2002 this is what Hazrat predicted the starting point will be in the year 2002 this was by Hazrat Ji Rahmatullah Hazrat if we go back 600 700 years back Hazrat Shah Ni'matullah from Persia, Iran at that time, a great Sufi Buzrug. In the in his poetry in Farsi, he has given us predictions when Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala will come. And in his Farsi Ash'ar at that time, Persian poetry he has said that it will be after two world wars. The first world war and then the second world war and then will be the final war the scholars after reading the Ash'ar of Shah Ni'matullah Wali have said that there is a possibility that Hazrat Shah Ni'matullah was referring to the hadith of Hazrat Thawban radiallahu ta'ala where Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned the two groups, two two types of people, Allah has given them salvation from Jahannam. The first group will be those Mujahideen who will fight and wage war against India. And the second will be those Mujahideen who will become the allies of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wasalam and will fight the Dajjal. And in the hadith it is mentioned Jihadul Hind. Jihadul Hind. Hind is translated as India in our language today, Hind. Some of the scholars have mentioned that this jihad has already taken place. Some of the Mufassirin and the Muhaddisin have mentioned that. But some of the scholars say no. It will be just before the coming of Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala and it all seems that way what we hear and what we see with what is happening with India and Pakistan it will be a very bloody war very bloody war at the end victory will be with the Muslims in fact some of the shuyukh have written that the people who will the Muslims will win overall generally but Ikhas loves Ayahua in the Hadith. It, it refers to the Afghans that they will conquer the, the land of Hind at that time. Allahu Akbar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the knowledge of the Ghab, of the unseen. But these are just predictions, some of the prophecies that is mentioned in the Hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The final jihad with, with Isa alayhi salatu wa salam, Allahu Akbar, they will be the, the great Mujahideen 
who will be with Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam shoulder to shoulder. Who will be with Isa alayhi salatu wassalam shoulder to shoulder. We have forgotten this word shoulder to shoulder. It's, it's right for me to use it. They will be the allies of Hazrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam. This was a prediction by Hazrat Shah Na'matullah Wali. Hazrat Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah Hazrat Ghawse Azam Hazrat Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah Allahu Akbar, a great Sufi. It is said that one day when he was making muraqaba, all of a sudden in his muraqaba, whilst meditating, he saw this nur in front of him. And Hazrat Abdul Qadir Jilani Rahmatullah gave the interpretation, he said that after 400 years, a great Buzruk will be born. After 400 years, at the end of the Islamic millennium, Islamic millennium, a great Buzruk will be born and he will again revive the Sunnah of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that is what exactly happened. After 400 years from the death of Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani rahmatullah alayhi, Hazrat Mujaddid al-Fasani rahmatullah alayhi was born. That is why he, that title is given to him, Mujaddid al-Fasani. And Hazrat Mujaddid al-Fasani rahmatullah alayhi, before his death, he said to his disciples, the Murideen, that after my death, after 400 years, the final Muhammad will come. And he will again revive and establish the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Some of the scholars, the fuqaha and the ulama, who have gone deep into the research of Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala have said that 400 years have gone past and if we take the prediction made by Hazrat Mujaddid al-Fisani rahmatullah and if we combine what Hazrat Mawlana Badr Alam rahmatullah has said then it all fits very very well that in the year 1962 the birth of Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala has already taken place Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the knowledge in the hadith some very few striking points are also made before the coming of Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala and that is the, the double eclipse in one month in the month of Ramadan the lunar eclipse and the sun eclipse is one of the signs when Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala will come some of the scholars have made, mashallah, their research. Especially the scholars from South Africa. And I will just read the research the scholars have made from South Africa here. The alims from South Africa mentions his extensive research done in respect. He wrote to many different laboratories and astronomers in various countries like America, Australia and Japan he receives some replies he received some reply and some didn't send any feedback to him the scholars of South Africa regarding the, the double eclipse the, the lunar eclipse and the sun eclipse to summarize he got the reply back from the astronomers from Japan 
they sent him a list of all the eclipses to take place from the year 1984 until the year 2003. For an example, you get many sun or moon eclipses taking place in a year up to five or more. But what we are interested in here is the occurrence of both a sun and moon eclipse in one month. After having observed the feedback from Japan, the Alims found something very amazing. It so happened that in the year 2003, in October and November, there is a sun and moon eclipse very, very close to one another. In the year 2003, the sun eclipse and the moon eclipse. In the year 2003, Ramzan al-Mubarak exactly falls in those months. Because Ramzan goes back 10 days every year. Therefore, if you calculate from now to the year 2003 as to what month Ramzan al-Mubarak is going to fall, you will notice that it falls in them months. Alhamdulillah, this fits perfectly. Inshallah, if the double sun and moon eclipse does take place in the year 2003, October, November, then this means that two or three months after this incident at the time of Hajj, the great Khalifa of Allah Ta'ala, Hazrat Imam Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala is going to make his appearance according to the Hadith Sharif. The time of Hajj will be difficult because great fighting is going to take place in Mina that year. The tribes will be fighting one another to the extent that there will be a lot of bloodshed, like river flowing, which will reach to Jamaratul Uqba, which is one of the pillars where the pilgrims have to stone the shaitan. There is also a friend of Sheikh Ahmad Nakhuda Sahab in South Africa, a Hafiz Sahab who has passed away from what I can remember. He personally went to the laboratories in Australia to gather, to gather information as to when this double eclipse was going to take place. His research showed him that it is going to take place in the year 2002. One may ask why the difference between this date and 2003 by Maulana Rashid Ahmad Karolia. The answer is that when these astronomers calculate and forecast eclipses, they do it keeping time constant as predicted by Prophet Muhammad Amongst the sign is the rapid passing of time where the barakah will be taken away from time. This prediction is fulfilled in our times. The astronomers do not take into account the rapid passing of time when calculating the eclipses. Another Muslim brother made dua to Allah Ta'ala to show him what year Hazrat Imam Mahdi is going to make his appearance. He saw in his dream that 2003 was written in the sky. 2003 was written in the sky. So these are just some of the alamat, some of the signs that we will be having this double eclipse in the year 2003 and all the signs are visible. The shaking up in Palestine, the condition of Turkey, the Balkans, Allahu Akbar, this Islamic awareness throughout the world and especially in Asia, the Muslims in India, the Muslims in Pakistan, the Muslims of Afghanistan, and the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Jihadul Hind. These are just 
some of the predictions given to us by some of the Muslim scholars. Muslim scholars. There have also been some non-Muslims who have predicted and they have seen a vision. One of them was a lady called Joanne Dixon. Joanne Dixon, an American, in her book, A Gift of Prophecy, on page 171, who describes her vision and announces that she has seen a child born somewhere in the Middle East shortly after 7 o'clock a.m. on February the 5th, 1962. Exactly what Malana Badri Alam, Rahmatullah had mentioned. She is saying that a vision was shown to her in 1962 and that individual will revolutionize the world before the closing of the century. He will bring together all mankind in one all-embracing faith. It was a newborn babe. He was in dark contrast to the magnificently arrayed royal couple. She goes further to say, as I watched the little child being presented by the Egyptian king and his queen to mankind, I became strongly aware of the tremendous and compelling force that went out from him. In his eyes I found serene wisdom and unlimited knowledge. Joanne Dixon also says that this child has been taken from the country of his birth to Egypt. The reason for such a change of country is not known to her. She stresses, but I do know that there are forces working around him that protect him. Joanne Dixon writes that by the time the child is 30 years of age, the influence of Christianity would have diminished greatly. Christian education in school, school would have come almost to a standstill, standstill and the youth would have become extremely vulnerable to the coming of this man. I see the youth of the world will accept him and will work closely with him in placing the world into his eager hands. Here with intend to throw some light on the above-mentioned prophecy of Joanne Dixon. According to her, this child, Imam Mahdi, is a descendant from an Egyptian king and queen. And subhanallah al again, if you read the details, Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's subhanallah genealogy. He is from the descendants of Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wassalam and Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wassalam's mother is Hazrat Hajar radiyallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Hajar alayhi salam was from Egypt where was she from? from Egypt and a lot of people say that she was a slave woman she was not she was not a in fact on the contrary she was the daughter of the king of Egypt at that time by mistake as mentioned here she was rather make she was rather made a maid servant and who might have been born in the household of the Egyptian king. She was given away to Sarah by the king just to please Hazrat Sarah. The Jewish encyclopedia also says Hajar's position as a handmaid was the result of an accident and that otherwise she was of the most noble descent. She was the daughter of the king at that time. 
and this is what Joanne Nixon Dixon is saying predicting that she comes from that he comes from Hazrat Imam al-Mahdi radiallahu ta'ala and comes from Egypt the connections are from Egypt and we can continue there is also another pr prediction here the other person who has prophesied similar to Joanne Dixon is Dr. T. Lobson Rampa he has disclosed the following fact in his thesis chapter of life based upon the old Tibetan Tibetan records which state that at the end of 2000 years from the birth of Jesus around 1999 yet another world leader or savior shall arise there would be a spiritual revival of man it will be the opening of a new age at that time hope and spiritual aspirations become renewed this will take place from the year 2000 Dr. Rampa on page 138 of the same thesis mentions the astrological fact that on 5th February 1962 again the dates are all the same 5th February 1962 16 degrees covered the Sun the Moon Mercury Venus Mars Jupiter and Saturn during an eclipse at that time <coughs> Allah Akbar. these are just some of the predictions made by non-Muslims and I gave you a list of all the scholars who have given us the prediction especially Hazrat Maulana Badri Alam Rahmatullah when he said in his lifetime that Hazrat Imam al-Mahdi has been born in the year 1962 I personally feel that the time is very very close knowledge is only with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have no time we should prepare we should prepare all the signs of the day of Qiyamah are in front of us Alhamdulillah we should make Tawbah and Istighfar the Quran is there the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is there once again when we leave this Majlis we don't want to go home and say to everyone that Imam Mahdi is definitely coming in the year 2002 and the year 2003 why? because Mawlana Muhammad Sameh said that please don't say that I have not said that what I am saying is that some of the predictions made by scholars there is a possibility Imam Mahdi has to come these are just some of the signs mentioned in the hadith of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all the tawfiq to make amal on what has been said wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المسلمين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك من رزاك والجنة ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار ونعوذ بك من غضبك والنار يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث سبحان الله وبحمده سبحان الله العظيم اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم احفظ الحرمين الشريفين والمسجد الأقصى الذي باركنا حوله يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم انصر المجاهدين في سبيلك اللهم انصر المجاهدين في سبيلك اللهم انصر من نصر دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واخزل من خزل دين سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم سمعنا وأطعنا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين